Previously on Critically Stupid. The gang and I, we had a whale of a time. Yeah, you know there's so much to say. Garrett hid under the carriage and I slid into the driver's seat and we went away. Tis tried to lead, she made a real good see, but the other horse got real cray. It took off, to hit the ground, it wasn't soft, she's being dragged and we were afraid. When Garrett snuck into the carriage, he was caught at a disadvantage. A fiery hand on his neck was savage. It grabbed fast and it did some damage. A stranger was there, a fire ganassi with no fear. She seemed to have a job to do. Haven't you seen just as surprised as me? She had a question or two. Mel was in town, her and Josh Pat weren't around, so they had to catch up. She used a spell and the dog transformed him well. He became a suit of giant pup. Then Tess summoned a blue whale. It crushed the fake horse with its tail. We flew through the air and we fell. All in all, it went pretty well. Maybe not for the whale. Even though he was healed. I, I had the worst I had the worst time last night and this morning. Uh, it was my own fault. For dinner, I had a full Santini calzone, and I folded up with a lifesaver gummies for dessert. Wait, wait, you folded, wait, you folded it up, the... or you followed it? No, followed it. Oh, I heard folded. It. I, heard I thought folded. you made a calzone of lifesaver gummies. No, That's no, no. What I heard, and I was like, real. Interested. No, you misunderstand, please. <laughs> maybe, it's you, maybe it's because you had a whole ass mini cupcake in your mouth. So ba- so after like barely sleeping through the whole night because of like the outrageous heartburn, it felt like my sternum was a bubbling volcano. Uh, I woke up at 5.40 in the morning and it felt like I was getting fucking exercise. I was <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Just... I What's going on, it. everybody? Welcome to Critically Stupid, where we are a family show. You have to pre-game before you eat anything. Like you have to do tums first. Tums first. Everybody knows this. Thirties. I I I, I, tw- I tweeted about it. I said some shit about like, God, why must you give me your strongest battles?
What's going on, everybody? Welcome to your uh, soon-to-be world-famous Dungeons & Dragons Real Play Improvised Comedy Podcast, uh, Critically Stupid. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Alexander James. Um, we do not have our lovely uh, Tess here today. She is out of town. However, there's still four of us left, and we have a guest today. So prepare yourselves for a great time. My favorite part of last episode was... Uh, and it's a shame to say it because she's not here when Jess as Tess summoned a goddamn blue whale in the middle of a, st a street in Waterdeep. And then, and then fucking insisted that the spell cure minor wounds would cure the damage incurred by dropping a whale into the middle of the street. Uh, Bestie, you go next. Uh, hi, my name is Diana. I play Mel. I also have the wolf pup, Joshua Patrick, JPZ, Josh Pat. Um, my favorite part was was I, I I think that the part with the whale being cured, that's like Jess's version of how much gold can you carry when you're swimming. And I just love that so much. It's so it's so great for me that you guys love confrontation this much. Oh, I'm sorry, Anthony. Hi, I'm Anthony. I play Arnold the Bard, and my favorite part of last episode is when Tess cured that whale and all of <laughs> the fuck up. It was so great. It was the best. Uh, Gary, and your name? Uh, my name... If you, if you say one word about this fucking whale. Uh, I am the ghost of Leonard Nimoy, and I play Gareth. Uh, my favorite part of last episode, besides the obvious answer of the whale... Which we fucking skewered like a kebab, <laughs> and Jess insisted that she could put a bandaid over it and plop it back into its hometown like nothing happened. Ed, but my actual favorite part. Hello. Hi. Everybody, this is our guest Azra. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yep. Thank God. Um. <laughs> She is uh, here to hang out in the space with us, and I am, as I said, going to treat myself and get her involved um, sooner than the one-hour mark, which is great for us and her. Uh, so before we jump into the episode, Azra, uh, because I habitually forget to do this, could you uh, shout out your socials and anything that you're working on, anything you're working to promote right now? Um, I guess I'm Azzy Pants on most of my socials, and if you really want interesting takes on Bibles and breakfast cereals, TikTok is where to find me. <laughs> I mean, who yeah. doesn't want those things? Those sound remarkable as a Fruity pebbles for life. <laughs> like, wait, like Bibles and cereal? Like Christ crispy treats? Is that what you're doing? Like, what you doing? <laughs> Well, now I am. How did you come up with that so quickly? <laughs> like, that was really quick. <laughs> Literally my first thought when she said that. I don't know how. Anthony's <laughs> a dad. I, I, I prefer your dad. The dad jokes, they just happen. They happen. I prefer to think it's an invention that Anthony had just like thought of and has been like trying to really pitch this. This is my Shark Tank moment. This is yeah. a Shark Tank moment. <laughs> it's a pun machine. I need to be a dad. Uh can't relate. Okay. Let's uh let's build a flashback together. Um Gareth, I think there is there is an art sale happening a clandestine art sale where is this clandestine art sale happening in Waterdeep? uh it's above a bowling alley in a one bathroom one bedroom apartment most of it's on the hallway outside okay uh so 
we're going to cut to a, the hallway outside a cheap one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment in Waterdeep. Uh, it smells like popcorn and dirty water hot dogs and a little bit like scuzzy ketchup that's been opened and forgotten. Um, like a movie theater? A little bit like a movie theater, except it's loud as shit. The cheap timber walls and plaster are rattling with the echoing thud of, of bowling balls striking pins and little kids screaming... So like a movie theater? Like a movie theater, but with more noise. Someone um, is constantly like re-putting up paintings on the wall because like they keep falling down. They keep falling the down. Um, yeah. Speaking of paintings on the wall, there's somebody waiting in the hallway of this cheap one-bedroom, 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 one-bedroom apartment. Yep. There's one bedroom and then another one-bedroom right across from each other. But no bathroom. Some no bathrooms. You piss in the sink. God damn it. Someone um, call that too. Put the bowling alleys full. That's exactly what the bowling alley is for. You think those gutters are dry? Anyway, um, Arnold, there is a somebody waiting with a painting in the hallway, nervously fidgeting. Um, my question to you is, who are they waiting for? What familiar face from your uh, combined time in Waterdeep is buying this painting? Oh, okay. Um... I'm so glad you asked somebody with a memory. Yeah, Bessie, that was intentional. Love you. <laughs> Let me think of who I'd want to talk to right now. Oh, I know who I want to talk to. Um, oh, now give your wild card. Get him in there. <laughs> yeah, let's I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call my friend Steven real quick. Um, no, no, no. Um, now I can't think of his name. The walrus guy. The 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 famous author that we. Oh, Volo Getarm. Volo Getarm. Yes, him. Okay, <clears throat> so we see a uh, a stout figure walk up the hall. Um, he is dressed overly dramatically for the moment he's got like a cobalt uh robe pulled up over his head he's got the hood like cinched underneath his chin um so that it hides most of his features uh and he's intentionally walking with a limp that he very obviously does not have sort of like igor style from young frankenstein um and he walks up to this figure this the figure holding the the frame is a sort of a, a thin sort with glasses uh pinched expression of either anxiety or uh, guilt or both. Um, but he is holding a sizable picture frame that is for, like, it goes from like his chest all the way down to the floor and like four feet wide. Like it's a big thing. Um, but Volo stops about halfway through the hallway and goes, yes, you've, uh, you, you're clearly, clearly the man that I've come for. Um, I, this is a, a most, disagreeable sort of arrangement so if you could sort of pass it over um i believe my my employer has arranged coin previously uh and the thin the thin sort with the glasses uh bestie does he respond agreeably or disagreeably to uh, volo insinuating that he has already been paid um disagreeably violently disagreeably or just a little bit kind of annoyed mm. he says um well <laughs> Uh, that, that's simply ridiculous. If I, if somebody, if somebody had paid me, I would have, I would have known it. I would have had a receipt. By the way, Alex, real quick, above table. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to see when you're editing, when you start the improv thing, and you start with Gary and I mid cupcake, <laughs> and I slowly. <laughs> I'm so excited for you to watch that. Can't anyway, wait! Please, Can't wait to watch continue. you almost deep throat a cupcake. Um. He says, uh, I, "I I would have I would have copied it twice into into my ledger and, and had receipt upon payment. So you you owe me a, a kingly sum, sir." Um, 
and Volo slouches deep into his fake limp even more and shuffles down the hallway and reaches into his cloak and says, wow, this is ridiculous. I have to speak with, speak with my employer. I'm sure I'll be reimbursed for this dread, dread occasion. Um, but he pulls out a sack of gold dragons, um, like a big, big bag of gold, like a Hell lot of gold. Hell yeah. Hands it to this guy. And uh, they exchange the painting. The guy disappears into the two-bedroom. I'm sorry, the one-bedroom, one-bedroom apartment. Almost misspoke there. God forbid. Um, and the door closes behind him. Uh, and Volo pulls the the oil cloth away from the painting, and we see a elderly, red-haired figure, violently redheaded. I think is the phrase. It's an oil portrait. Clearly done with a lot of money as a commission. No frame, um, but it is showing a red-headed older man in uh, plate mail and like a fur and ermine cape standing regally on some fucking battlefield, as those old white men are wont to do. Um, and Volo yeah, says, I get it. Yes, no, this is, this is majestic. Cut to black. Alex, if you're doing shit with painting, that's my idea. You can, let's... Uh, <laughs> it's his one stick. Give it to him. Yeah, listen, listen. Between your all's one stick, I can't do a damn thing. All right, I can't be depressed because Diana's depressed. I can't be pretty because Diana's pretty. I can't be suicidal yeah, Diana, because Diana's suicidal. Diana gets all the sticks. Let me have paintings for God's sake. <laughs> and Diana's right. carrying this production. That's yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to be this depressed and suicidal all the time. <laughs> For the second D&D, so. There's the, there's the episode title right there, baby. <laughs> Gary, I was talking to Gary before a Libra's Arcana promo the other day, and he said, uh, I'm going to start gatekeeping our show. Only real fans of Critically Stupid know how many times Diana's threatened to kill herself on camera. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I remember I said some shit. It was like, um, nice Critically Stupid shirt. Name five times Diana threatened suicide. <laughs> Is that your distraction, like woman fainting? No, that's real. Okay. It's not (laughs) faked at all. Okay. Um, So we're going to involve our dear guest early on the episode. Like I said, I'm going to treat myself to not having her wait for an hour. So my question to Garion, as soon as he's done deep throwing that cupcake. (laughs) I didn't get the snacks memo. Oh, snacks and snacks and alcoholic bevies are a must. If my girl Diana isn't saying it through a mouthful of pretzels, it might as well not count. Um, and it's then because every I now, didn't every... want to drink on an empty stomach. I was being responsible. Thoughtful, yes. Every now and then we'll get Anthony to drink, and it's literally the most fun we'll have all month. Um, I'm, so, I'm so excited for the steep decline of this show once I turn 21. <laughs> Insinuating that it's not That's already gone trouble. downhill. <laughs> okay, Gary. My question to you, which is going to sort of determine the tone of this episode, is why? Bad choice. Are you all breaking into Rainier Never Ember's mansion in the dead of night? Oh, boy. Panty rain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just to to double check my knowledge here. Yeah. Uh, Rainier Never Never Ember is the fella who was kind of like going door to door trick or treating looking for the um, picture frame. Yeah, you guys were deeply involved with him yeah. in the water underneath uh, Waterdeep Harbor uh, yeah, with our previous yeah, episode, yeah. Jamie Jackson. I'm with um, it. I'm yeah. with it. 
He didn't he didn't get the thing we were going for, did he? He got information as to where it is, the same information that you got, but he did not concretely get his hands on it to your knowledge. You know what? I think I think that um Gareth is just going on like an ordinary like robbery and then Arnold is like, Can I come? And then like also drags along Mel because she needs to be in the episode too. Incredible. Does she though? <laughs> Make her feel like more of an afterthought, please. I she's not an afterthought. What was an afterthought was explaining why she wanted to come because knowing she, her she wouldn't. True. That's honestly, that's a fair point. Getting getting Mel to care about anything that's not Josh Pat is a feat. Um, okay, so you are you go, you went on a routine burglary, standard operation, standard yeah. burglary, and it just happens to be Rainier Never Ember's house. I think so. I don't think I would necessarily seek him out at this time. Okay. Um. Hmm. All right. How'd you get in? Um, the first thing I did is go top down looking for unlocked windows. All right. And by top down, I mean, start at the roof. Okay. So, um, we are going to cut to Garion as Gareth making a dexterity check for me, please. Right up. We're going to cut, we're going to cut to Garion as himself. Pulling out his dice because he forgot to get them ready. Wrong. It's his character sheet. Fuck. I bet you feel dumb right now. I do. Okay. Dexterity. With my fancy schmancy Libras Arcana dice. Love them to death. I rolled a 15. 15 is pretty good. All right. Uh, there are no windows on the roof. No skylights. No uh, sort of like ancient attics that you can see the house you're in is is on the older side it's in the sea ward um definitely one of the older larger buildings of the district but i'll tell you what it does have gareth it's a pretty wide chimney so you scale down that shit like santa claus you slip a little bit and you do get some some soot on your palms um but you make it down into the fireplace just fine um mel and arnold would you can I say something? Yeah. Can I say something right now before I forget? Yes. The soot on his hands prompts him to remember that obviously before you rob somebody's house, Gareth puts on gloves. Puts on gloves. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Um, Mel and Arnold, would you go right after Gareth? Would you? So, uh, assuming we're we're playing yes and, so you do have to go along with this bit. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately, what are what are what are your um roles in Gareth's sort of like Wednesday night burglaries? <laughs> So I'm trying to, so Gareth, what do you think you would have said to Arnold? Would you lie to me and say that, or, you know, would you tell me it's exactly like, we're just going to steal stuff or would so, you? So first of all, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So correct anything I say, yeah. but obviously Gareth and Arnold being best friends, right, Arnold is fully aware of what he does. Of course. But I think Arnold would treat this like, of uh, an elementary schooler on a field trip. Okay, because what I was thinking is, since we've been doing the thing where I want to be a spy really bad, I was thinking I need to learn some stealth, and who better to learn it to, you know, or learn yeah, it from exactly. than my best friend, who is the best, you know, thief <clears throat> in the world. So I imagine I didn't want to put that in your mouth, but I imagine like I'm following him to learn from the best of the best. So yes, I'm going straight down that chimney as well, doing like every, a, a every, every time I put like oh. an expensive cup in my bag, Arnold just like takes a picture. <laughs> So, so this is night school. 
It's yeah. I'm like, this is a burglary internship. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arnold, roll a dex, roll a dex check, please. Got it. All right. Burglary internship is pretty good. I would go on a burglary internship. That's also, I don't want to put words in your fingers, but that's a banger episode title. Burglary I mean, it's up to Twitter. Twitter will decide our episode titles as they have for every episode we've had. Season I two. am Twitter. Are you, you are so, not Twitter. You are 200 <laughs> followers. Let's try again. <laughs> Arnold, go ahead. I only got a 10. Okay. Um, Gareth, Gareth, you step out of this fireplace, slipping on the gloves that you keep in your in your uh, pocket for just, just such Wednesday night burglaries. Um, and then you hear like a muffled oof and a scraping sound. And then Arnold the Bard clatters into the logs behind you. Catching his catching his feet so that he doesn't take damage or fall into you, but he doesn't do a great job. Uh, I mean, I do the classic like, <laughs> see if anything's afoot, anything stirring. I, before I tell you what is afoot and a stirring, <laughs> Mel, tell me what you're up to. I can't imagine you would follow down the chimney. No, I mean I'm still trying to figure out why the fuck Mel would even be there. Uh, because um, Arnold had some bacon in his pocket and Josh Pat was just following that. Well, I was thinking more like maybe she was just out walking Josh Pat and just happened to see you two dipshits doing something. Well, I, I she, ideally she was like, well, yeah, and she's like, well, I could just leave. And I'm not going to say that didn't cross her mind because it did. But ultimately, she decided that she would probably stick around. I don't think she'd go down the chimney, though. I think she. It's a bowling alley, right? No, no, no. We are now in Rainier Never Emperor's mansion, which is in the seaboard. Oh, the mansion. Own big house. Sorry. I've been left the bowling alley behind us. Oh, I've been drinking. Um, Okay, so I walk by his house. I you can almost... also, if you'd, if you'd like to, Bessie, you can just stay on alert. Like, I can very easily see Mel not getting involved until something goes down. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I almost in. think I would kind of hang back and just kind of wait to see if something happened that required my presence. For okay. some reason, I'm picturing in my head, Mel just left, like, Fantasy Wendy's and, like... She's got, like, saw... a Frosty and Fries. Yeah, exactly. I, like, saw oh. Arnold, like, slip into the into the chimney and just, like, set up a lawn chair across the street. Yeah. I think and the real... she's just, like... I don't yeah, want to put exactly. words in anyone's mouth, though, as I've said, like, four times this episode. All right, so, what's afoot? What's a stirring? Gareth, you look out into what is clearly a study. Um, big, imposing wooden desk against one wall, uh, floor-to-ceiling bookshelves. They, there's a, there's a, they're, they're like double bookshelves, and then there's a ladder that runs like a balcony between them. Pretty cool stuff. Um, one thing that you notice right off the jump is that this room is a mess. Like, nice. it is the shutters or the curtains on the windows are closed. There is a thick layer of dust on all of the books, and it smells like mothballs. Okay. The other thing you notice is the figure crouched over the desk who has currently frozen and is staring at you with wide eyes. Azra, if you would love to describe your character for us, please. Oh, thank God. I thought it was what's-her-face, just apostrophe. Thank fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. You're not that lucky. Woo! Well, you can barely make out my features because it's dark, and I'm a dark elf. 
but you just see like glowing eyes underneath the hood. Oh, for a second, I thought that was your character saying that out loud. Like she's <laughs> in the show, like you can barely see me. <laughs> it could no, but it could be. She is that dramatic. I was gonna see if I could check around the house to see anything identifiable to the person to find, kind of see the status of the home we're living in to see what kind of loot I'm looking for. But I think there are much more pressing matters at hand now. Uh, the first thing I'm going to do is, I don't know if it would be like perception or insight. It would be like to see if she's armed and or hostile. Uh, that would be a perception check, please. All right. I got a 14. Um, she doesn't appear to be outwardly armed. It is a dark study, and she is a dark elf wearing, I assume, a similarly clandestine said. outfit such as yours. Um, so like there you go. Just for the audio only <laughs> listeners, Azra put on a hood. <laughs> uh, but she is not brandishing any sort of outward weaponry. Cool. Um, I'm I'm gonna like you know like motion to arnold to get him to like not freak out ideally sure sure and also but i want him to like i want to like not freak him out but also let him know that this isn't normal this isn't <laughs> usually how these go give me i want i want to know how you communicate that shit garyan they're naturally listen listen I'll but cut now it out. i have to I'll come up with something different i'll cut it out we'll just do it no we'll, no Look, I'm oh. just gonna lean on the study table with my hands crossed until you guys figure it out. Okay, I think I think I'm just gonna like hold up my hands like I'm stopping a child from rock walking across the street. Okay. Um, I, so Arnold just like high fives him and he's like, listen, <laughs> that's class. Just <laughs> it's like I'm in. Let's do this. Is this the class? And I kind like Arnold kind of looks up and I imagine I'd see the same dark elf. Situation. Yes, yes. She is she is leaning uh I think. With it, with an at attempt at coolness. Okay. Um, okay. It's um, still Garen's turn. Can I roll for coolness? Absolutely, you can. Yeah, roll that a d twenty and add, add fifty check. to it, please, because you are just <laughs> uncritically stupid. So, um, I got a one hundred. Wow. Yeah. No, you're crazy. cool as hell. <laughs> so cool. Uh, I think I'm gonna look at the dark elf and real casually be like, "So, do you?" Uh... <laughs> live here or because <clears throat> we're uh, plumbers it's a me mario <laughs> my name is mario and this is Ruby. i'm gonna look at you like do you regularly walk around your own house sneakily in the middle of the night with no lights on <laughs> yeah in my yes i do in my house what are you doing in my house <laughs> Could I, what's that? that's definitely a bluff right yeah deception bro roll it <laughs> big old fibberoni coming out of the plumber here i got a holy shit i got a 21 uh azra this might be this guy's house no i'm pretty sure this is my house I mean, okay, she, she also has to roll for that, right? You, yeah. Yeah. No yeah, that's a deception <laughs> roll, Ezra. You're going to have to roll that. They both believe it, that the house belongs to one another somehow. Wait, oh, are you my new roommate? Oh. <laughs> are you the help? Maybe. Might be wearing overalls. 
What'd you get, Ezra? 18. I mean, it, I mean, it, 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 Gareth, Gareth got it by the numbers, so it's, it might be Gareth's house. <laughs> Can't a man come through his own damn chimney <laughs> once in a while? Well, this is awkward. Now, why don't we act very calmly? Because I do have a baby sleeping, probably. Let's assume we do. Um, Who's been watching that baby before you came <laughs> through the chimney? <laughs> Um, well, well, my wife, obviously. What do you think? This is my husband? <laughs> wow. I just want to know why you went to your house through the chimney. Dude, wait, you don't think that we would... Okay, fine. I think, to be hurt. Yeah. No, I looked to Arnold, I'd just be like, they can't know about us. <laughs> I rolled a one. My heart is dead. <laughs> no! Arnold literally dies of heartbreak. Oh, <laughs> That's crazy. Well, it's nice having you on the show. I can't handle the lies, and he dies. Um, Uh, go ahead, Gary. Well, I've I have just asked what uh, this person is doing in my house. Oh, I need a convincing lie. You got to convince this person who does not live here. Before I do anything, could you show me where the nearest bathroom is in your house? <laughs> no. <laughs> because, Why not? Uh, that's a very rude thing to ask. And even if I did know where the bathroom, which I do, <laughs> I would not uh, direct Prove you it. to them. Prove it. Listen, listen. Nine times out of ten on this show, I will agree with with the guest because that's, I mean, she's nice enough to come onto our show. But the idea of a burglar asking to be shown the bathroom is fucking insane. Before you get mad, I have to tinkle. <laughs> Let's okay. all remain calm here. <laughs> I'm perfectly calm. Now, please explain what are you doing in the house that I own. Well, I was looking for Rainier, which means you must be Rainier. <laughs> oh, I looked at Arnold. Oh, Rainier, yes. I am Rainier's brother. <laughs> I'm sure if he he's probably asleep in the other room. We can wait a little bit and browse before waking him up. I just no. Wanted... I think we need to talk to him right now. Wow, well, he he might have cool stuff that I want to take a look at. Right now. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna wake him up and then do it. <laughs> Honestly, fair fucking point. Fair point. Um, outside the mansion, Mel, you're sitting in uh, with Josh Pat, feeding him some Wendy's fries. Um, he is uh, very cute, doing really well with leash training. Actually, um, I assume that you're walking him leashed because you are a good dog owner. But he is like trotting right next to you, not not pushing against or pulling against it. Um, in this mansion, all of the lights save one are dark. It is in the second floor on the corner. The windows have curtains that are just a little bit ajar, um, and you can see a uh, a figure. 
uh, ostensibly making tea. They're uh, they're standing at a fantasy stove, um, and you see them like put some put some water on. Um, with your keen ranger eyes, um, you can see that it is an older woman with her hair uh, in curlers and sort of like a net, um, and she appears to be sort of just like singing to herself. That's I mean, it. I don't think that I, that wouldn't. More popcorn. I don't think that that's threatening. It's seriously, like, like if I, I wish I had Wendy's fries here. Like, like that wouldn't phase me necessarily. She doesn't. She hasn't done anything. It sounds like that's been overtly threatening. She's at a stove. Listen, I just part of me to... would probably be curious to see what would happen when they inevitably got caught. Um, but then I'd be like. They're getting caught by an old lady, so I think they'll be all right. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. All right. Arnold, what are, what are you up to? What's your instinct seeing this sort of like Spider-Man meme arms pointing happen in, in front of your face? Okay, so <clears throat> so Arnold steps forward. He's like, I, I know what's going on here. This is a test. I get it. This is part of the initiation into this the stealth society. I you almost got me. I thought this was the whole thing. Uh, yeah, Rainier's and we do all know Rainier together. Um, and so, uh, so I would look at this uh dark elf character and be like, so are you a like a professor of stealthyology or something? Is this like a? Yes, I am. Okay, is this believable? That like that's got to be another deception. That's got to be another deception check. Right? Another deception check. They're falling. Like, they're not... falling out of my girl Azra right now. Eleven. Um. Hey Arnold. I mean, it's pretty weird. It's... <laughs> okay, so uh, so Arnold's like, you know what? Are you also learning to be stealthy? Because you're not great at it. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So I was like, coming are from you, the are guy you, that rolled eleven to, to come my down face. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I close the space between us, tower over him, even if I'm shorter than him. Okay, fair. I was wondering. And say, say that to my face. <laughs> How tall is your character? Not much. Four foot two. Just... Like four, yeah. Four and a half, even. Four, four and a half, yeah. even. <laughs> She's an elf, but she's a dark elf, so it's like regular height. Okay. Oh, okay, cool. How tall is your character, can I, can Anthony? I step in between them like a teacher breaking up a fight. Yeah, absolutely. So we actually Are you a teacher of stealthyology? Uh, yes, obviously. Just shut He's him. wearing the gloves. That's true. I'm they call me Dr. Gareth. That be because I this is foreshadowing. I can regenerate. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. No. <laughs> okay, HD so... and regeneration. I, I break up the squabble. I'm like, why don't we take five? Um, you can this go to the bathroom, and we will wait for you. And then I look over at Arnold and wink. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my question for our lovely guest, Azra. Um, Azra, what is... Hmm. I don't want you to have to tell me what you're doing here. I'd love to get a sense of like as as that's a hard as. one to say as uh motivation or goal. Like, how does she move from this like mix em up scene with Arnold and Gareth deeper into the house? Because I don't. I can't imagine she would abandon her mission at the first sign of like other people. 
No, probably not. Ooh. I'm gonna grab something off them and throw it into the next room so that they have to run and get it. You're gonna grab something <laughs> off of their person. Yeah, and throw this is it now directed by Tim Burton and his Batman. Okay, uh, roll a sleight of hand check, please. And I hope you've got a big number on that die. One. Did you roll a natural one? I did. What, now the real question is which ones you go for. And do you uh, throw yeah. stuff out pick, of the Obviously, pick Arnold, obviously Arnold. <laughs> like, Arnold, all right. He seems like he doesn't have it together. <laughs> Arnold. And yet uh, you rolled a one, so maybe <laughs> Arnold does have it more together you know than we thought. This dark elf grabs a necklace hanging from your neck and just drags it close to her. <laughs> like with me? Yeah, with you attached <laughs> to it. Just awkwardly? <laughs> And I look at Gareth, I'm like, which class is this for? <laughs> <laughs> so can I ask, um, is it Azra? I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, can, can I ask? So my character would ask your character, be like, so are you here for something specific? And no. Yes. Information. <laughs> I have so much information. I don't know if you know this about me, but I live and work in a library. <laughs> like, I, oh, I, fantastic. Yeah, so if you like, what, what kind of information are you looking for? Well, I need to find out more about the mission that Rainier was just on to Menza Berenzen. Uh, my home ta above table, uh, Anthony Menza oh. Berenzen is the homeland of Drow. It is in the Underdark, uh, pretty far away from Waterdeep. Yeah, I've read Drift Doerden. Oh, yeah, so you know his youngest sister asked. No, no, hang on. A copyright law <laughs> says that we can't just slide into a established franchise <laughs> like that. Hey, hey, what's up, Wizards of the Coast lawyers? I'm sorry. Can you That's roll it? Where you draw the line? Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> as far as I'm sure we've deviated from the story at this point. That's <clears throat> that's your breaking point right there. You know what's funny, Bestie, is we're actually pretty tight with the storyline. Are we really? Written. Isn't that fucking funny? That's almost like, concerning. I'm a clown shoes over here, but like we're pretty we're pretty along the storyline. It's because we're mindless sheep who have no heart or soul for deviation. Onward. Speak for yourselves. Uh so Arnold, you I mean, would know that like if Rainier was recently in Men Menzo Berenzen, um it's pretty impressive. Okay. Got it. So <clears throat> okay, so so you really just need to speak with Rainier. Is that what you're saying? I need to find out why he was there and what he was doing. I suspect that he's been involved in an arms deal. I see. Okay. I know, now, I don't know much about much, but I'm going to say that sneaking into someone's house isn't You usually... literally just said you had all the you information. Just said you, you lived, lived in, in a library. In a library. I say a lot of things, guys. I don't know if you noticed this about my character. He just keep going. Um, it's, a lot of shit. You're like, you're like, of... you're like, I, I build my plot with plot holes. Yes. Also, um, dude, I fully expected Arnold to be like, I don't know a lot of things, but the last time I saw Rainier, he did only have two arms. <laughs> so maybe the deal didn't go through. Nah, that's what Gareth would say, not Arnold. Get the fuck out of here. So, no, but okay. So, so I don't know. I don't know a lot about getting information from people, but what I do know is it doesn't usually go well if you sneak into someone's house and are you know, deceptive and creepy and you know stealthy the way you are. We see what we're doing. We're on the up and up with the fact that we're here to steal, and you're trying to do something. I don't even know. This seems like it's on the download. What's going on here? 
Yeah, see, we now if we talk to Rainier, he'll be like, Oh, what are you doing? And we'll be like, Not stealing. Hey, have you visited the Drow homeland recently? How is that? And then now all of a sudden we get information and his mind is off of our crime. Look, I have the press release to prove it. That we didn't not believe you. <laughs> So I, <clears throat> so we know Rainier. We've we've seen him numerous times, right? Yes. Um, does he have something that he carries with him that I would recognize, like a, like his sword or something that, like he'd always have on his or like rings or anything that Arnold would have noticed over time? Uh, I mean, a handful of times he's had a fairly elegant rapier at his side, um, okay. but. I mean, like, he he dresses pretty low-key, especially for a nobleman in the city. I don't think he'd, he'd go for, like, flashy bits of, like, house emblems or anything of, of that nature. Right. Okay. But he almost always has that, like, particular sword on him, the rapier. Sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um. So can I cast Locate Object for looking for that sword to see if Rainier's in the area or that sword at the very least? Yeah, absolutely. Um. Would you, that spell works like you get a you get a faint like locational glow. Um, yeah, it says describe a name. So I say the object if it's within a thousand feet of me, um, I can see the mo the uh, direction it's going in. I can also know basically yeah where it is. Okay, um, you just say sword. I well yeah, so I would just say like his sword specifically. I think I, it has to be a specific object that Rainier's I see. Rainier's rapier. Yeah, <laughs> nice. God damn it. Uh, yeah, Arnold, you see like a like a flash of pixie dust in front of your fingers that leads um, out the door and into the hallway. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. So I do see, so I see that his sword is in the vicinity. At Correct, least, like, yeah, the trail okay, cool. alights. <clears throat> okay, cool. So I say, okay, listen, I don't know how murderer you are. You can't tell. <laughs> um, I don't want my friend to die and I don't really know you, uh, but I, I will tell you that if you want information from him, I can probably help you with that. Why don't we go at it as a team? Yes. Why don't we work on this together? Let's like, so we're here to get some things. Maybe if you help us, we can help you and none of us will get in trouble. I accept. Okay, beautiful. Good. Thank God. 35 minutes later, we're walking. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Can, can, no, can we get a pee break soonish? Yeah, let's let's just we'll let's hit it right hit it right now and come back to it. Got so much coming. Stop. Mid roll time. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the halfway mark of the episode. Hopefully, I don't actually know when this is going to fall. It's usually in the halfway point. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Give me just a couple of minutes, and as always, I will have you right back to the show. Legally, we are required to tell you we're going to jail if we don't say this. Uh, we're playing Waterdeep Dragon Heist, an official Dungeons & Dragons module written by Chris Perkins, Scott Fitzgerald Gray, Kim Mohan, and Michelle Carter. Um, if you or any of your buds, your uh, glasses-wearing goblins, your uh, dungeon-dwelling dwemers would like to get into DD, I highly recommend you go to dnd.wizards.com. Check out all the sweet merch they've got there for you. They've got t-shirts, they've got hoodies, they've got cloaks, they've got sandals, they've got togas. It's the level of depth 
that the dnd.wizards.com website goes to as far as their like wearable merch is crazy. Go check it out. I personally love the D20 themed gladiator suit, but if you would like to end up as a character on our show, you can tweet us at Crit Stupid. Uh, you can also hit us up on TikTok or Instagram. I think we also have. We don't use it that much because I'm exhausted all the time. Uh, but hit us up. Let us know what you thought of the most recent episode. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us if you think there's something we could be doing better. And your name could be could go into the pool to be used as a future NPC. Remember, anything that your your named NPC does is a reflection on me, not you. I'm sure you are a great person. I am the problem. Uh, I was horribly, horribly remiss last week. Uh, we had an incredible guest on the show, Clara Elena, or uh, C.E. Wallace on Twitter. Um, she displayed the patience of a saint. Her episode is so funny, and I waited almost a full hour to get her involved. So, uh, Clara, if you're listening to this, I am, again, so sorry. I hope to have you back soon to rectify uh, what is genuinely my mistake. And um, I'm really sorry that you had to wait an hour to play. But everybody should go to cewallacewrites.com and check out where you can buy her book, Hugo de Palabras. Um, it's available in select retail locations and online stores, but I assure you it is well worth the hunt because it's a book of Spanish poetry and that's incredible because I don't do either of those things very well. Uh, as always, I feel like these words are going to come with me to my grave, guys. We are <laughs> doing that big YouTube push to get to a thousand subscribers. Um, if you haven't yet, I would deeply, deeply appreciate it if you could subscribe to our channel, if you could leave us a rating or a review, if you listen to us audio only, if you could tell a friend about our show, if you could... Uh, retweet our stuff on Twitter. If you are a fan of the show, we would love your help spreading the word. Uh, we are doing our best to promote ourselves and to get spread across social so that everybody has an opportunity to listen to us and decide if we're the right show for them. Uh, but any help you could give us, we would deeply, deeply appreciate it because we are, as always, uh, servants to the algorithm. So thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for rating. Thank you for reviewing. Thank you for being here with us. I never, ever take you for granted. You take it squeezy out there, and I do love you. All right. Bye. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining us to your very first video, Libras Arcana ad. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to it audio only, this is probably just an ad. And I regret to inform you that you're not looking at our beautiful faces, as well as these beautiful dice. Anthony, can you tell me about a time that uh, the Libras Arcana dice saved the world? Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there was that one time when, you know, we, we all know that, you know, someone's, I don't want to name names. We all know who was about to hit the nuke button. They were going to, they had all the keys turned, all the buttons. Everyone's about to hit, you know. Um, and of course, Josh. Josh, I didn't want to do it, but yeah, Josh. Damn always, it, Josh. Always has that finger on the button. Uh, he was about to push the button. And what he didn't realize was someone had dropped foolishly and just depressingly for the ruining their entire life, but saving all of ours, their Libra Sarcana dice um, die on the ground. They slipped on that sweet D20, uh, their finger missing the button and crushing all of their, you know, their bones in their hand, making them unable to push the, you know, nuke button and sa thus saving the world. Yeah. That's, I that's was rooting was. for Josh. What? <laughs> I was rooting for Josh. You always do every week, every time he does it. And I keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your irrational hatred of the man who's going to end our world. I don't hate. I'm all for it. This world is sure terrible. You, you know what doesn't suck, though? Libra's Arcana Dice. They are a bright spot in our otherwise very shitty, shitty world. Listen, if you suffer from clinical depression like my main girl, Diana. <laughs>
<laughs> then you need to get yourself some Libras Arcana dice. I'm going to hold mine up to the camera so you can see. Like these dice legit are very pretty. This is the uh, this is the mint julep set. My man Garion is rocking the uh, was that ancient iron Garion? You got them right. Garion loves it looks the, like the a Skyrim was a dice. Yeah. Ooh, Bessie's got the what is that cerulean haze? I believe so. Yes. I don't always remember the names, but it is one of my favorites because it kind of just looks like a little winter scene in there. It's really pretty. It's really, really pretty and um legible, which is nice because my other dice not so much. Yeah. It always sucks when you get it when you get a really nice like die and you're excited about it, and then the color scheme of the numbers matches the resin behind it, and then you have to squint to read it. Libras Arcana dice don't have that problem. The the artists who make these really think about the color schemes and like the die is cast with a really pretty interesting color set, but then the numbers also in that set are just contrasted enough so that when you roll them, they're super easy to read. They're really pretty. And there are new dice sets every month that drop regularly. So if you go to librasarcana.com, use our exclusive discount code STUPID20, you can get 20% off anything on the site. That's a monthly subscription for one of these really rad uh, dice sets. You can get a one-time dice set, or you can check out some of their cool uh, D&D book leather covers. I've got a set on my player's handbook actually right up there, and it's super useful, especially if you're a DM on the go. Keep those books clean. I mean, I know how much money you spent on them. Why not protect them? And... Yeah, check out these super awesome Libras Arcana sets. There's a new one every month, and you can check them out at LibrasArcana.com. Use our exclusive discount code STUPID20 for 20% off your final purchase. Anything on the site, Libras Arcana, dice for life. Do it or you're dead to me. Do it or Diana hates your rotten guts. Outside the mansion, Mel. Yes. In this kitchen with this old lady, uh, you hear next to you Josh Pat start growling as a four-legged figure hops up onto the counter next oh, to this cat? old woman. It is not a cat. It is some species of small yappy dog. Ooh. You know so this a cat. because it starts yapping. You can hear it through ostensibly an open window. Kill it. What I'm the not gonna fuck? kill a small dog. What's wrong with you? You know how I feel. I'd be more likely to kill his owner and take the dog for myself. Ooh, is that an option? It's no, not. that's murder hoboey. And <laughs> that's that. the most murder hobo shit I've ever heard. I wanted the dog. Okay. Um. I mean, I still. I that that's a pretty reasonable reaction from a dog seeing people out. Run, but Mel's pretty stealthy. I, I don't think, think I... the dog sees you. I think it's just yapping. Oh well, then I'm still stuck. With... I'm still not seeing any reason why I need to get involved in whatever shenanigans are going on in there. Like it's going to take somebody needing me to kill something for for me to get involved in whatever <laughs> shenanigans are going on inside that. We all know it's my role. All right, <laughs> he's just like waiting to be needed to for the murder. Cut for like 30 minutes, you just hear from inside. Help! I mean, honestly, like, yeah, and it's like if, if it's if it's Arnold or Garrett, then she's someone, someone, gonna someone probably handle that. Boston yeah, 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 yeah. and somebody else's job. I mean, the dog, yeah, I was kind of waiting to see if there'd even be like a noise that might bring me closer, but character wise, honestly, no, she's still chilling. That's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> We're gonna cut back inside. Um, 
the three amigos walk out of the study, which again, old, decrepit, smells of mothball, lots of dust, clearly hasn't seen action in some time. As the, the papers that you were picking up off the desk were like years old and not remotely helpful to what you're looking for. Um, as you walk through this house, it's like standard rich people stuff. You pass a billiards room, you pass a card playing room i just assume that rich people houses are just a bunch of rooms for games um that just sounds like something i would have built in the sims when i was yeah, like 12 yeah I'm, I'm i'm picturing it's like the uh the the board for clue or like the billiards room the yes exactly however you turn a corner and you are uh face to face with a wide hallway um maybe like 10 feet wide, pretty wide, with uh, statues of armor uh, punched on, at equal increments and a very shiny floor. Who's walking first? I think I would try to detect like any traps or anything because that's immediately suspicious to me. I want to know why you think it's suspicious prior to me describing it. Uh, because symmetrical suits of armor is something that like Rainier doesn't strike me as a symmetrical guy, and seeing the disarray of the like study would make it weird that the floor floor is so shiny and polished. I don't think he's polishing floors. All right, okay, uh, Gareth, give me a sleight of hand check, please. Sleight of hand. Ooh. No, sorry, uh, shit. Uh, investigation. My bad. I was good. thinking. I, I was thinking three point five. I rolled like shit, so I'm glad you said something. Oh, you got to keep the roll, dog. Nope. Wrong. <laughs> I got the exact same thing. Ten. Ooh, right up and down. Um, You don't notice any wire or arcane glyphs. Um, you, you, I think you like push gingerly on the floor, maybe to like see if it's like some sort of like flubber material. Or like a pressure plate. Yeah, but it's just a floor. Okay. Um, I, I'll think I would like, I'll tentatively make my way across. I would walk similarly like to how you would walk on ice that you're not sure if it could hold your weight or not. Okay. Sort of like pressure on the balls of your feet, heels yeah, up yeah, yeah. real sexy. Like, oh yeah. Okay. Um, Arnold and as do you follow? Um, first of all, uh, do I, cause I'm still holding that spell. Where do I see is the dagger in the same place or the, or the rapier rather? Is it, it is at the end of the hallway. Yeah. The end of the hallway. Okay. Okay. Then I, I'm just going to ignore that spell and just imagine that's where it is. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so I'm, you know, I'm assume, my character would assume at the moment at least, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to cast mage hand and okay. just kind of like, like go by and slap all of the armor. <laughs> like I'm just going to like softly, just like like face slap, just like just softly all the armor before I even like step over there. Uh -huh. I'm like, what? Uh, sure, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I thought you were just be like, like, what is this? This is armor. I thought you were gonna be like, I I gently usher Garrett. <laughs> like, oh, I hold his hand with my yeah, mage yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So you send mage hand through this hallway, and there's this sort of like muffled like ping as you <laughs> sort of like slap the first helmet, and then another like bong, as you hit another one. How um, many are there? Shut no, stop it. I'm not doing it for all of them. Because Please after the second one, the more salient piece of information is you hear the sound of claws clicking on marble floors. And a small rat-like dog appears at the end of this hallway and starts growling at you. 
God damn it, I wish we had some Scooby snacks. <laughs> uh, Mel, you see the, jo- the dog like whip its head around and then jump off the counter and the old lady uh, making tea sort of like looks behind her and, uh, and says something that you can't hear, but it sounds like inquisitive in nature. That would be the the thing that might draw her a little bit closer. Like, like I'm still not necessarily going in yet, um, but maybe get a little bit closer to see if I can't listen a little better, see okay. a little better. At the same time, trying to think like, what the fuck would the bard do to create a distraction? Do I even want to create a distraction? That might be Diana <laughs> talking. I'm not clear on that. Um, yeah. You there is a dilapidated garden on the back end of this mansion that I think you were sitting on. Um it's fallen statues, weed choked flower beds, a greenhouse, the glass of which is like long since been broken by neighborhoods, rapscallions. Um, but there is a door leading into the house at the far end of this garden that you can sort of like sneak towards too. Okay. Okay. Then, then that's where I would head to try and see if this is a door that I can reasonably get into without making a fuss. Should I feel like it? Okay. Um, Gareth, there is a small yappy dog standing about 15 feet away from you, growling like it's about to start barking. I'm sure that as an experienced burglar, you would know that a small dog about to start barking in a large house is a problem. Um, I think what I would do is I would immediately clutch my heart and pretend to have a heart attack and just drop to the ground. Okay. Okay. Loki thought you might have just had a heart attack. <sighs> I that was... <laughs> didn't see it going this way, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> what do you think I was going to do? Gareth was going to kill the dog. I thought you were going to race towards the dog and get it to shut up somehow. How? By <laughs> No, man. <laughs> Not that. Um, Don't okay. worry, Arnold. Rule one of breaking into houses: do not be afraid to kill dogs. <laughs> Arnold takes notes, just awkwardly and crying the whole time. Just why, right. <laughs> Gareth? You clutch your chest and collapse. Do you like cry out, or do you just quietly fake a heart attack? No, I just quietly like fall to the ground, just like I, I maybe like a groan as air escapes my lungs. All right. Uh, the dog starts barking violently and races across the hall towards you. Its toenails clicking as it uh, races against what clearly, as you're poised to see it because you're standing behind Gareth, um, this the floor of this hallway is freshly waxed because as the dog stri- tries to stop, it cannot, and it just sort of like careens into Gareth's side. Can I, can, wait, can I, do I see it coming or no? No, I think you're too wrapped up in your performance. You're trying to sell it too hard. Okay, well, I like to I, think the dog's I, just I, going to do CPR, it, personally. If I, if I feel it hit me, can I try and, like, scoop it up like it's a football? And then what are you going to do to it? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Say, I was going to take my cloak out and try and scoop it up in a sack. And then what are you going to do to it? <laughs> just keep it in there. <laughs> 
All right. Ash, Tastes I like, like hungry later. I like you. I like you getting involved in the scene. So um, this dog sort of like slams into Gareth's side. Um, make a you're going to make a sleight of hand check, actually, as you use your cloak to attempt to scoop it up. But it's going to be a little awkward because the cloak is attached to you. Does the dog stop barking? We'll find out. I like to imagine when it said it was like a like, you know? yeah, it's it is it is currently barking, and then I think it hits Gareth, and there's like a there's like a a, a yell. Well, I was gonna, like, I I think if I heard it like suddenly stop or heard annoyed, that would prompt me to begrudgingly perhaps get more it involved. Pretty loud. It's 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 Yelp is pretty loud. I want to see what Ast rolls, and then we'll and then we'll figure out how much uh, Mel hears. Seventeen. 17's pretty good. Okay. No, Mel's still eating fries and frosties then. Well, no, you were moving through the garden, you said. I know. Slowly. Yeah. But also, but while eating fries and frosties, just sort of like, I don't want to be doing this. <laughs> All right. Um, as you scoop up this pupper and sort of like stuff it into your cloak um, nicely, I hope. Mm -hmm. I'm going to kick Gareth and make him stop baking. Okay. Cool. <laughs> How bad are you gonna feel if he's not? Not at all. I think the dog That's gives fair. out one last, like, scared yelp, because obviously a big stranger has just like enwrapped it in a voluminous cloak, and Mel and Arnold, you both hear a voice boom across this house on the inside. Help is on the way, dear! And then there are, like, echoing, thudding footsteps in a hallway upstairs. Can I Can I roll, as soon as I hear this, can I roll to hide in one of the suits of armor? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, You're you can. Absolutely yes. Roll, <clears throat> I don't know, man, something stealth. impressive. Stealth. Roll stealth. Let's go. That's my highest modifier. I've tricked you. I've deceived you. You've been fooled. Oh, God. Oh, that's not bad, actually. 15 plus 22. Okay. Arnold, you see the <laughs> You see the rook. Just take oh, notes, I Arnold. I hit the, I hit the lever. Hold on. <laughs> Can't wait to cut that one out in post. <clears throat> Arnold, you see the rogue fucking scuttle into one of these suits of armor so fast it looks like he's liquid. And Amazing. he sort of like slaps the visor down on his face. What do you do and asked, what do you do? Like, what else is in this room? Like, is there anywhere? Do you see anywhere or is do would we see anywhere to like hide or hide behind? Yeah, so there's, yeah, dude, there's, there's 11 a... more suits of armor. <laughs> yeah, there are of suits of armor, but there are, there are a couple of rooms out uh, like branching off from this hallway. Um, there looks to be like a like a conservatory of some sort, glass looking out onto this dilapidated um, garden, and then to the right there is like a a whatever room that is turned into a makeshift wardrobe. It's got racks and racks of clothes and coats and pants uh, on like mobile like wheeling racks. Fucking rich people. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna Worst. go. And, I'm gonna go and hide in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with 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 her. We have okay. the dog. Yeah, we have the dog. So, yeah, so we're going to go in there. Okay. I hope I'm gonna there's clothes for the dog. dog in there. I'm going to give him the dog. Okay. 
Arnold, yeah. you run in and this dark elf just sort of pitches you a dog. I go, oh! <laughs> I just, like, like a Arnold's just like, of dog. <laughs> you are my new best friend. Your name is Cliff. No, nope, it barks. It barks immediately. Its name is Scrappy Doo. Oh, Scrappy! No one likes Scrappy Doo. So I just no one dog kills Scrappy itself. Do. So no one will feel bad if the dog dies. Oh no! Oh. We're not killing. Oh, your name is Invincible topic. Pup. Invincible. You're gonna live your forever. Name is plot armor. <laughs> so okay. I just like, so I'm just like hushing and, and like trying to be as sweet as I can to this dog, hopefully. Well, all right. So the two of you are sort of like just disappearing into these clothing racks, a la kids yeah. at a Macy's while your mom is of doing course. shopping. 100%. All right. exactly. I wish me... my mom had never found me. By the way, I'm just saying that Victorian era children definitely did the same thing that I'm doing in the armor equivalent of Macy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Give me two stealth checks, please, Arnold and Azd. I want to see how well you do it. I don't do it well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Jesus Christ. All right. I should lie. Not gonna. What did you get? 21. Oof, yeah. 21 is quite good. All right. That's great. You know what I got? A four. I got a four. <laughs> <laughs> That's less great. It's because of the dog. It's the dog's fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so everybody but Arnold. That's, that's... As you, uh, like Arnold, you see As like disappear into these clothes. Like she takes two steps and is pants. I like I like like just drift into the clothes like yeah 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 she just like yeah. silently children of Narnia style just like morphs into this wardrobe like um, melted and then <laughs> as you see Arnold just sort of like pitch himself sideways into a into a bundle of coats as uh oh, I just I'm coat just I am, I am I am I am um Mel you open the door uh and it opens into a sort of like glass paned conservatory. Um, the similarly uh, dilapidated vibes continue from the garden. Um, a lot of these windows are smudged, smeared. Um, what little moonlight was coming from the cool spring night outside really struggles to penetrate. Um, your eyes adjust rapidly to the shadows as you hear heavy footsteps from the hallway outside your room or the room that you just entered um and you hear a, a pretty a pretty booming voice still say darling pupperance pupperance where are you uh and josh pat is low-key growling josh, josh pat doesn't like pupperance I don't nobody, like pupperins. Nobody likes that dog. Yeah. I like pupperins. <laughs> I think you're just impressed by pupperins. Just like the name is pretty good. It's real cute. <laughs> she says through tears. I found the one. So few things would, like, make me food. happy. Okay, don't take this from me either. <laughs> this is Diana Stick. <laughs> Damn it! Cute things too. Yeah, doesn't make sense on paper, does it? All right, Mel, what are we doing? Speaking of cute things, holy oh, shit. Kitty. We're looking oh, at the kitty. Oh, this is Althea. Althea? Mm -hmm. Althea's she eyes adored. just glowed with the demonic light. Yep, that's pretty I over. mean, she's a cat. Maybe doing that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Bestie, what are we doing? What am I doing? Um, I would, I, Josh Pitt, he he's pretty well train to mm -hmm. to respond to to command so so i think that 
whatever command to to like settle um just just for the sake of am i out in the open you're in the middle of a pretty you're you're in the middle of a pretty empty room there's some furniture um moth-eaten clawed up werewolf style i guess um but it's dark right dark so like there are avenues to hide all right, because I can see in the dark. Yes. I don't know if whoever lives there can. Um, but I think that that would be my first inclination would be to, you know, kind of um, acknowledge JPZ there so so he knows, you know, to chill. And then if there's if there's like a corner or something that's a little bit dark that I can duck into, I, I would want to do that and see if I can't hear anything okay. else. Uh, so you motion for for JPZ to quiet, and he does pretty much immediately. <clears throat> um, I think he gives you a little shit about it at first because there is he does smell a small yappy dog, um, but he does quiet. And then let's say there's a large, uh, decrepit fireplace in this conservatory that you can sort of like scoop into um, and let the shadows consume your uh, your form. Gareth, I feel like we're in Clue. I, that, Gareth, I already made that joke. Did you? I missed yeah. it. She gets that too. Gareth. That's, that's three people who made that joke. So oh, it's going to make it into the final cut. Well, um, I, I, I dissociate sometimes. Continue. They Standing in this suit of armor, like the most <laughs> sneakiest person that has ever snuck to snook. Um, you, that's yeah, that's how it's, that's Are we how also it's in a doctor's suit? That's got to be a slur. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way it isn't. You, you like a what? You see a steel gray haired woman come scrambling into this hallway. She is wearing um what appears to be a professor like sport coat. Uh prof- uh she oh, you know what she's just like um Principal Trunchbull from Madeline. Madeline. Matilda? Matilda. 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 That's the one. So close, but I'm, well, that's that's the mean principal that threw that girl by that by her pigtails, right? Yeah, Correct. she like spun her around. That, that bitch. Except yeah. she's got steel gray hair, and in both hands she is carrying a lit mace. It is on fire at one end. Yeah, Gareth is making no real efforts to go anywhere. He's uh, he's he's remaining stealthy. He's you know like. Breathing nice and slowly, not holding his breath. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because then if he holds it, runs mm-hmm. out, and he's like, and that's bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, doing the good, stealthy Just stuff. Really maintaining his composure despite the flaming ball of actual death in front of him. Okay. Um, it's not a huge mace. Um, oh. it's, Oof. I mean, it's a, it's on fire. It's, it's a standard mace size. I don't want to give you the impression that this bitch is carrying around like a fucking Warhammer 40k. What is a standard weapon. mace size? About the size of a grapefruit okay. on the end of a stick that's on fire. I got you. Spiky. Um, but she pauses at the intersection of both of these rooms and she looks one way and then the other and she whispers, Hubbard's? Are you there? Arnold. Um, Arnold would cast Minor Illusion to make it sound like the dog is running like back to upstairs or like toward where the you know where they came from. I gotta start tracking your spell slots, bro. You are That's a cantrip. That's a... All right. Even I, I knew that. Yeah. 
Okay, Diana, why don't you fucking cool your jets? All right. I mean, so far, I've only used one second level spell and cantrips. All right. How dare you? All right. <clears throat> you um, can't just be proud of me for actually knowing something. I am begrudgingly proud of you. Arnold, you cast Minor Illusion, and you just make it go, like, into the study, like, sort of, like... Yeah, just, like, like as right. if the dog's running away. Okay. Um, you make the dog noises. Let me start that over in a phrase that somebody would use in real life. You cast the spell, and the phantom sound of uh, tiny tippy taps runs up the hallway, up the stairs, and around the corner, and this woman immediately, like, like a blood hunter on the scent whips around and chases after it, shouting pupperance the whole way. And she disappears up the stairs and around the corner. Perfect. Okay, so I, I would exit the clothes and be sure. like, oh, and be like, Gareth, Gareth. And like I like I forget which one he's in. Like I'm looking, he's hiding so well. You just so good slap every one of them. <laughs> like, I, I, I yeah, I cast mage hands to slowly slap again. Just like <laughs> so the can the suit of honor like move? Could I theoretically just like wear it and if I have to just like freeze up again? Um so this is an episode of Scooby Doo. You know what? Yeah, Gareth, you can because that shit's funny as hell. Uh hell yeah. you you step forward. So I slap my I slap my visor up. Arnold, I think just let the dog go. I don't think it's worth holding on to. Maybe he's trying to get a new best friend for Josh Pat. I look, I look at him like, just, just be cool, be cool, buddy. And I like throw, I kind of like set him down nicely. You throw it, you throw it. I, I didn't want to use that word, but you know. Like, like, like a footballer who just got a touchdown. I spike the dog, guys. I spike this dog. <laughs> I... Why would you combine the two things I love most to make something so horrible happen? <laughs> All right, you gingerly to age in your depression. You gingerly huck this dog at a pile of coats that is on the ground, and it sort of like disappears into them with a with a muffled yelp, um, and then immediately like pops back out. And I think it I think it growls at you, and then odds or evens, Arnold. <sighs> odds. I'm just picturing this dog popping his little head out of this pile of coats, and it's real cute. Um, <laughs> it snarls once, turns tail, and flees. And Gareth, you see it actually run after its uh, ostensibly its its uh, person uh, up the stairs and around the corner. I mean, its mother clearly. No, I don't. Still, Mel to... kills her and takes the dog. No, Arnold, I don't mean to criticize your idea. It was great thinking, but. If we are looking for Rainier, who's probably asleep, won't he most likely be upstairs? You now, I, I do want to point out really quick. You guys came from upstairs. Oh, you guys started true. at the at a study, uh -oh. came downstairs into this hallway. So sh you just sent this woman upstairs. Now I will tell you that you did just <clears throat> send this woman up into a dead end. So you Great. have some time, but not a lot. She'll find the dog there. To be fair, the dog is heading that. Yeah. So yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, like I said, you've got some time, but not a lot. Um, this old okay. lady is quick. Everyone, everyone, on her feet. Everybody, spread out and look for Rainier. Except uh, you, don't spread out. I still kind of don't trust you. You stick with one of us. So okay, so Arnold hasn't actually communicated with them. Okay, so yeah, the guy. So Arnold would say to them, like, okay, so I can do this thing where I find you know objects and such. Last time I checked for Rainier's uh, sword that he always seems to carry and have on him. Uh, it's straight this way through here. It's where I saw it. It was just a few minutes ago. That way. 
Lead the way, Arnold. And Gareth slaps down his visor again. <laughs> okay, I'm okay with that. So. All right. Yes, yeah, Bet- so Arnold's in the front. I'm in the middle. And Gareth is slowed down by his armor at the back. Yeah. Bestie, are you getting involved? You hear, I think you hear um, Gareth and Arnold talking. And then you hear a voice you don't recognize as well. Probably mocking one of them or both. I mean, that's just getting on Mel's good side, to be honest. <laughs> I'm surrounded by fools. Right. Like at that point, she's like based. Um, she, I'm she. <laughs> nice, youthful slang. I know. I'm trying so hard to stay relevant. It's not going well. It's not. They're near. Are, they sound close to me. Yeah. Just in the hallway outside your outside your room. Because there's a voice she doesn't know. Josh Pat was a little growly. She yeah, she assumes yeah, yeah. he was growly at the yappy dog, but we don't necessarily know that. So um she she would probably step forward to let the to she would pause at the walking armor. Yeah. Yeah. Um as there are slaps up his armor. Psst, it's me. <laughs> As you see manifesting out of the shadow in the conservatory, a uh, cloaked and hooded figure, she has a bow strung along her back um, and a coal black wolf pup walking at her side with bottle green eyes. Are any of these two shocked to see her? Mm, I think that's a question for these two bing bongs. Uh, I have an above uh, two above the table questions. Go one. Can I manage now to be holding my teleporting knife on the outside of my armor so I don't have to like fish around on the plates if we get into combat? Absolutely not. Oh, That's not uh, funny. Okay. Well, because you slithered you slithered up into this into this armor under duress and you did it very quickly. I don't think okay. not, like if you want to take the time to like. Pull it yeah, out. no, that's what I was. Uh, that's what I was saying. If I could take the oh. time to do that now before we get into combat, and I have to do it in a rush, I will say, yeah, for right, yeah, yeah. You can take a second. You don't have again. You do not have much time. This lady is going to towards a dead end that you have directed her to. But you have. Yeah, a I, I, was, I was thinking. I just in. like pop. I like just pop off the gauntlet, kind of like fish it down my sleeve. Oh, your sleeve. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. This uh, is a family second. show. Yeah, the second way. the second question is, can you describe this lady again? Because I wasn't paying attention. As did you dissociate too? No, Trunchbull. No, the person that just like appeared. Oh, that's Diana. It's Bitch, Mel. That's Mel. Me. Oh, well, you just described somebody dramatically, and someone said, "Well, am I not dramatic?" Anyway, because she doesn't know me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I'm caught up now. The Move drama on. was for me. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm here. <laughs> We're all on the same page. So, okay, you guys so, recognize her, right? So I go, oh, Mel, this there's a there's another dog here. I don't know how Josh Pat's gonna react to this. <laughs> but I was like, there's another dog here. Uh, there's a, a big there's this the terrifying uh person with a, a flamey sword. I know I wouldn't have seen the flamey sword, right? I don't know if I could. could no, I, see that? I don't think you've seen it. I think you <clears> heard I don't think so. Her I and you could infer yeah, I, I, that she was I, scary. I right. think Gareth will chime in and then and be like, yeah, she had a flaming mace. It was insane. In flames. And I say, as I look her up and down, I gather you're the brains of this operation. The closest thing we've got to it. What what are you two what the hell are you doing? And I know there's there's another 
dog. I'm it's okay. I've 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 got Josh Pan handled. That's not a problem. He's a good boy. Um what are what are you guys what are you doing? Hi, nice to meet you. What are you doing? Gareth Gar- <laughs> I'm hiding. <laughs> I think yes, really quick, I do wanna I do wanna uh ask how many people know this is Rainier Neverember's house? I know that Ask knows because she's here on a mission. Gareth, do you know, or was this just a house you happened upon? So no, I I know I put it together when she said she was looking for Rainier. Okay, and then I kind of like knowingly looked at Arnold and went, "Oh," but whether or not Arnold has put it together is he not must have because he did a locate object. Yeah. Yeah, 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 the yeah. only one who doesn't know is me because okay. all I wanted was my my frosty Wendy's. and my fries and to go home and and then Watch I watch exactly. Yeah, well, no, because no, Josh was, Pat. I was sharing it with Josh Pat, and he can't have the chocolate. Um, so, so I'm, you know, like just I'm grumpy at baseline, but now I'm like confused and grumpy, and and just wanting an idea of what's going on. So, um, yes, I see you're hiding. Why are we hiding? What is with this house? Why are we here? We're okay, looking so. Here. It's Wednesday, as you know, so I was breaking and entering and, and stealing and, you know, a list of various misdemeanors and felonies. Is that something you routinely do on Wednesdays? I did not know that. I did not want to know that. Well, then you don't and you didn't. Now, I was in here for perfectly normal and legal reasons. Um, and when I stumbled upon, uh, I actually never got your name, miss. Asked. Yeah, that. Uh, as t- uh, <clears throat> anyway, no, it's uh, as t- as t- Nicholas. <laughs> yeah, you've got anyway. to say the apostrophe before the T. Anyway, as t- uh, was looking for Rainier, and that uh, and so Rainier's house. I suppose so, but there's also an old lady here who might be Rainier's mom. I knew uh, about the old lady. I didn't know about Rainier. Yeah, no, she started charging up the stairs, and I hid in a suit of armor. And honestly, I don't feel safe leaving it. That's 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 fine. I support Iron Man. I'm radical class change. I just start leveling into barbarian. Paladin, <laughs> baby. Um, I don't. Are are we sticking with? What if we just left? What if we just left and went home and we could find one of those 24-hour Wendy's? No, we really need to find Rainier. Rainier, we run, we run into him all the time. Yeah, but we need him right now. This is like an emergency situation. Well, like you I'd love to explain, right but I think that Rainier's mom, even though she's got it going on, might be returning soon. <laughs> so. My God. Well, maybe we need to find some place where you can explain i agree like our house let's go everybody i mean honestly mel's like yeah like back home oh, yeah. let's find it in here um Ask well well questions. mel is not gonna just house. outright trust this person who's saying she needs to find rainier and rainier is not mel's 
favorite person, but you know, they've they've gone through some stuff together and Okay, but if we find Rainier, he can explain that he was in Menzo Baranzen recently and I am legitimately a doc elf that need that knows who he is and needs to find him. Well, I wasn't questioning that. Would I know what that means? I think you would have heard of Menzo Baranzen abstractly, Mel. Do I maybe know on one of your Maybe on one of your raging, I I think you know that it's hard to get to and notoriously um, not super open to strangers. I think that's the extent of your knowledge. How often do you guys see a dock health in these pots? Well, you are in a major city, so you're not, you know, like an eyesore. Um, But it's definitely not. Actually, I see elves all the time and I just don't see color. I'm literally half elf. I was gonna say I'm half elf. I, I'm Arnold and I together are one whole elf. Um, we're pretty dark. I don't know if you've noticed. At least one of us gets yeah, like tonally. So one like, of us is allowed to be dark on the show. The other one, we, we can't outdock the darkness here. Wow, boy, challenge we're... accepted. No, oh, I am, and because Mel doesn't wholly trust Rainier, if she knew enough to know that that would be a difficult place to get into, I mean, at that point, she would be kind of interested intrigued and and probably on board with this all right begrudgingly but all right um moving to stay we just become best friends maybe no um moving to stay ahead of this uh housekeeper you all uh move down the hallway um, the housekeeper. I like how we all jump to be like Rainier must live with his mom. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know why. Seems, any of you got because that. he seems like that kind of guy. Okay, she's a terrible housekeeper, judging by the state of this place. All right, that's Where's fair. That? Um, <laughs> you all run through the house. Uh, Scooby style. Scooby Doo style. So the camera's sort of at the front, and then you all sort of like crisscross it, going into different rooms at different times. Yeah, we, we walk into one door and somehow come out another one. Right. You like somebody you know opens a do, closet. You could just like shuffle all the the screens right now so that you get the effect. I'm not going to yeah, do that. It'll only take like three hours in editing. It'll yeah, be yeah, really I'm fun. not going to do that. But like Arnold opens a closet door and somehow the housekeeper's there going rawr and Arnold closes the closet door and like skedaddles <laughs> away. Um, and then at some point I'm like out of the out of the suit of armor and the but housekeeper she's in is it. like rawr. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> in it. She opens the visor and then closes it. Um, and then like she stumbles on it later in a, in a hallway and then like she like bashes it or she like pops it open thinking uh, Garrett's going to be in it and then it, he's not and she's really confused. It's the dog. It's the and then, dog. Right, and then right before it's we puppets. leave, we, we, we jump the- and we like tread the air for a few seconds before <laughs> we like run away. Absolutely. Um, well, at this while, what's playing? Uh, fucking, oh, what's that? What's that? What's that song that like... Benny Hill. Yeah, Benny Hill. Thank you. That's exactly what I sung in that moment. Uh, we don't need to go back and check that. Just, but I, I want you to edit over it perfectly. So, like, is that the song that goes there? and then just like a perfect audio sample? <laughs> um, Arnold, your spell uh, that you sort of like threw into the depths of this house and then disregarded to cast your other spells. Um, you have a feeling as you sort of like settle in in what appears to be a more lived-in section of the house. It's on the ground floor uh, where the lights are on. At least there's like one uh, hallway lantern lit. There's uh, a kitchen with a a 
uh, fireplace in it and a tea kettle on a stove. There is also an open door next to a flight of stairs leading down with a Is there any breakfast cereal in the kitchen? Yes, there are uh, three boxes of breakfast cereal. Anthony, come at us with the puns. Dungeons and Dragons. Cereal puns. Let's go. Are there any the shelves Bibles above in the, the uh, stove? There are um, obviously you got your you got your dragon O's, right? It's a big one right <laughs> off the top. Um, you've got your uh, rogues gallery. Which one? It's not a pun, is it? No, it's just a phrase that I said and hoped it was funny. Sure. I wanted the puns. And then there's a third box that is what Arnold. Oh, I have to do it? No, I didn't. I'm not. I, nope, nope, I'm gonna no but. I didn't sign up for this shit. You were you were so on it in the beginning. Oh, I, 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 I said it. I was like, I don't want to do any more cereal. I want to go kill Rainier. That's what we're doing today, right? We're gonna kill Rainier. Never end. Right, well, I mean, you to your, your point, ho- you got your Holios and your Paladin Puffs. <laughs> there we Paladin go. Puffs. All right, now Paladin we're talking. Puffs. Polios and Dragonos. That's what's on the shelf above the stove. Uh, but right. uh, more to the point, Arnold, This there is a door leading to a small bedroom. It's almost tucked up under a set of stairs uh, with a bed and then leaning in front of the door against this bed is a very familiar rapier in a scabbard, sort of like tucked onto a bedpost. Awesome. Okay. Um, do I hear, do we hear, or do I hear anything or see anything? Like, do I see, or do I hear any evidence of a person in the area? No, I think you hear the distant sounds of this housekeeper moving through the okay. house, the bad guy in a Scooby-Doo episode, but not from the room that you're looking at. No. Gotcha. Okay. So I could say, okay. Um, I've, I've, I've good news and I have bad news. Uh, the, the good news is I found the rapier. The bad news is it's not uh, at the moment attached to Rainier. I do, I will say, I'll tell you right now that if we walk away and just steal stuff and go home at some point, he's going to put that on again. And we can buy it. Arnold, you're halfway to the right idea. What if we just steal his rapier and he has to. And she's all the way to the right (laughs) idea. That right there is a bargaining chip. Now he has to give us the information. There you go. I go for the rapier. Okay, uh, Gareth, you walk into this room and it is indeed, it looks like a storage closet that's been repurposed as a bedroom. The bed is like a twin at best and sort of like cockeyed against the only wall it fits against. There's a series of shelves. um, There's a series of like hand knitted sort of like clumsily made uh, bed sheets or blankets or rugs that's been thrown onto the bed that are pulled back that somebody like clearly hastily got out of the shelves are full of kids books and like young adult mysteries and there are board games on the on the one table that are sort of like stacked on top of each other rifled through there are little pieces of action figures for all intents and purposes Jackson by rick riordan the guy that Gareth uh, canonically had sex with. No True. tabletop RPGs. No, it's all. It, f- f- I mean, for all intents and purposes, it looks like a kid's bedroom. Wow. Intents and porpoises. That's it's what intense, I heard. It's intents and porpoises. It's very intense, and there are a number of porpoises. I got to be so, honest. The yeah. fact that this looks like a kid's bedroom is not changing Mel's impression that he lives with his mom. It's honestly cementing it. That's, so, yeah. but uh, Gareth, this this rapier is just like leaning against one bed post. 
Yeah, so I'll, I'll I'll grab it. Okay. It's not. I mean, it it's not cursed or anything. Like you have. Yeah, it. I was gonna say. Like I've seen Rainier use it, so I'm not like that. Was, like my guard was very low there, so if it was yeah, cursed, yeah, yeah. it'd be bound. But uh. Man, for a rich guy, he sure don't live like a rich guy. Rainier's rich. I don't know. We tried to rob his house. I should be way nicer to Rainier. You know, we, we have used his money for so many things yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Gareth knows he's rich. Oh, fuck. Dude, I'm I'm thinking of um the guy. I'm thinking of Floon for some reason. We're robbing Floon. Wow. I thought, for some reason, I thought we've been robbing Floon this whole time. Amazing. I would love to fucking know what Floon's house looks like. <laughs> You know what? It's probably a one-bedroom, one-bedroom apartment above a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, for some reason, though, I like to imagine it's, like, pristine. Oh, <laughs> It sounds like it's got furry walls, and that's just me going off his name. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you have the rapier. Are you going to beat a tactical retreat and let and let Rainier come to you guys? Cause, yeah, like, I think I'll, I'll I mean, think once you like... have what you, what you, like, something, I mean, it does not sound like you all would stay here. No, it doesn't. You guys have I, think, a I, I think I was like, like, how do you contact him? We don't. He'll show up. Oh, okay. Does he show up when something goes missing? He shows up whether we like it or not. Oh, That's great. True. Yeah. So, can I look around the room and see if I see, like, do I recognize anything else that might be valuable or cool? I also look for that. Are you are you looting right now? I, I'm in a room with a bunch of toys. Arnold's going to be interested. I'm not. Also, I'm literally here to learn how to be stealthy. Also, yeah, this is like looting was our original yes. intention. So yeah, we're I don't going to do that. All right, 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 all right. Gareth, roll investigation. Arnold, roll investigation with disadvantage. Disadvantage. Mel's just going to tell them to hurry up. Yeah, that's I got a, I got a 12. Okay. No. I got, I got a ten. Wow. Okay, Gareth. There is a action figure on the nightstand that is a painted Balrog that has oh, yeah. little tiny sapphires for eyes. That's fucking badass. Like you shall not pass, kind of. Yep. Thing? Yep. That's exactly the one. I, I pointed okay. out to I pointed out to Arnold, and I'm like, hey. Can you double check the making that thing isn't cursed? So I said, what? What? Which thing? And Arnold just grabs the Balrog, like his statue is like, this is so cool. Incredible. Unfortunately, Honestly, it's not cursed, but damn it, I, I wish that it was. You know what? Gareth found out one way or another. <laughs> Using Arnold as bait the way God intended it. Exactly. Um, can I look right. for a diary? Oh, great question! As you can, there is on the on the uh, nightstand underneath the Balrog, almost like the Balrog was guarding his hopes and dreams, a nice. uh, leather-bound journal, quill, and uh, ink pot. Beating a hasty retreat out of this. Wait, wait, this wait, 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 wait! No, 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 no! Wait! Before we leave, Arnold, while they're like playing with the journal and like looking at the Balrog, is like taking out a, a piece of paper and cutting out a fancy ghost. Okay. And say you scrapbooking this? No, I'm just gonna leave our calling card of our, uh, our robbery. That's what they said. You, we need to leave a sign, yeah, but nothing so, that the housekeeper can read. Yeah, so I'm leaving like a picture of a ghost, and I'm gonna sign it, Arnold, and like leave it on the bed. 
No, you're not signing it. Yes, I am. 100%. I'm signing it. Say boo. And I'm saying, I'm leaving it on the bet. Does Gareth notice him leaving a calling card? I'm guessing he doesn't do it super subtly, knowing Arnold. No, of course not. I'm just like, no, I think, yeah, I think mafia, we're doing this. <laughs> Gareth, Gareth, Gareth puts Arnold calling like cards. time out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is, is, is the light source a candle in this room? Because I'll blow in the note. It is a uh, a lantern on the on the ceiling. Oh, okay. there a fireplace? Because like, damn. damn. So Arnold, so so Mel like is just Mel, Mel is just like, come on, let's go. It's fine. He'll know what it means. It's fine. He knows us. Let's just go. Let's just get the fuck out of here. Okay, he go. is undoubtedly. I don't want to miss fixer upper. Let's go. We are absolutely the first person he like he will come to. Like something's gone missing. Hmm. It's probably the player characters. <laughs> <laughs> really hanging on that plot armor. All right. Yeah. You all run out of the house. Gareth with a clank, clank, clank as he sprints in his full. Oh yeah, I'm taking the armor, armor with me. <laughs> and you all beat a hasty retreat. I think just ahead of this housekeeper who like. She like runs at the door and she's got her, she's got pupperance in like a football carry and a mace like over her head. She's like throwing silverware at us. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you <laughs> fucking idiots. She like, they get out the door and she just kind of step past the door because she, she doesn't yeah, she have the right coding. She can't break the threshold because she's an NPC. <laughs> she can't break the fourth wall. So, um, let's do a smash cut. Smash cut. Um, Let's say it is Trollskull Manor, uh, Trollskull Tavern, excuse me, opening um, maybe like the next morning. I think who's who's downstairs early in the morning, like 8 a.m.? Gareth to open, sure. Uh, oh, also important detail of uh, the suit of armor. He has it on display in his room, but he didn't really know how to get out without fucking it up. So he just tossed his knife onto the bed and it teleported out of the suit. <laughs> Honestly, pretty clever. That's the best. So you now have a suit of, we'll we'll call it half plate in your bedroom. Um, but... Mel would be up, but she in the mornings always takes JP out for his walk around the area and whatnot. So yeah. so she's up and around, but not like there. But she'll come back at some point. Maybe As, I think I'm in bed you, reading the journal. I think you're at the bar reading the journal because you don't have a bed okay. at this spot. But Would we not give her a room. Oh, no. I guess that's a great question. I mean, you guys got back pretty late, probably. Would you have given her like a spare bed to hang out at? I mean, aren't we have a lot of rooms? Right? Who, you, you do, do. You're, but you're also not a hotel, so no, I know, but it's don't a, have a lot of room. I think what Gareth would do is be like. Just offer one of the couches in the story time area of the library, because obviously we have a story time area. Gotta have right. a story time area. Yeah. I mean, it's right next to the fire, so it's very cozy. Oh, I love it. All it right. Like home. So you're sitting up in this couch reading Rainier Never Ember's journal. Um, there's a lot. Of, I'm gonna be real as there's a lot of dear diary in there. A I lot. hate my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> when I was when I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. Yeah. To you see get a, my dad. You get a you get a lot of I hate my dad out of this journal. It's like bleeding from every page. Rainier Never Ember. If there's one thing he Based. does, not okay. Hate his dad. 
The title of the journal is called I Hate My Dad. <laughs> a Rainier Never Remember story. It's not okay. Um, in, in, par- in parentheses, this is nonfiction. <laughs> this is real life shit. Um, Gareth, I think you hear a whistling outside. Uh, a jaunty tune. And the bell over the door. Do, 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 do. It's that song. Sorry. When I, I was got it. a young I, boy. I didn't want to interrupt. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, you hear the door, the, the bell over the door jingle, and a familiar redheaded figure walks in and says, Ah! Get it! My dear companion, and how good it is to see you. Listen. You wouldn't happen to know anything about a burglary in the sea ward last night, would you? Nah. A, a burglary, the horror, the shock, the dismay I am going through right now. Can I get you anything? Here, have a mug on me. And then I use his rapier to hook a <laughs> mug and pass it to him. <laughs> he says, Get it? You dear, dear man, you understand that Arnold signed a piece of paper and left it on my desk. It had his name on it. It it said, we were here, please come here for your stuff. Well, of course, we weren't robbing you. That would be immoral and illegal. Man, Gareth, you are holding my father's sword in your hand. Of course, and I have every intention to give it back to you. It's a prank, bro. So Arnold would be coming down the stairs like as he hears Rainier enter the place. Mm-hmm, he's like, mm-hmm. Rainier, I'm so excited. You got my note. <laughs> as I think you hear this, I think you hear this from the couch so you can get involved uh, anytime. But, oh yeah. Uh, you <laughs> oh, look up ooh, to see ooh, a, I have an idea. you look up to see a uh violently red-haired individual standing amicably, I will say, in the in the common room of Troll Skull, sort of like bantering with Gareth and Arnold coming down the stairs. Um, there's a smile on his face. He seems to be having a pretty good time. Uh, I'm going to cast my John Cena invisibility spell and eavesdrop. Okay, can I, can I look at Arnold and be like, Arnold, I need you to, if you can, I don't actually know if Anthony can do this or not, I need you to make an illusion of this rapier. I can't make one that he can take, but I can make one like it's immaterial. That's it yeah, it's immaterial. That's fine. Sure. Wait, wait, what do you want me to do with it? What do you want? Where do you want it? Put put it just put it on the counter here, please. Okay. Got it. And then I'll I'll make like a big show of using my cloak and I'll know I'll roll like sleight of hand. Basically I wanted to know that he can't tell which is the real <laughs> or not. Okay. Okay. So right. I want you to have like two really big like jugs to put over it, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. It's like a shell yeah. game, but with a whole ass yeah, sword yeah, yeah, exactly. Them. Yeah, that's exactly. why it's gonna have to be like whole fucking barrels on top of it. Uh huh. Okay. So yeah. So he says, "What's an amazing display of dexterity, sir? I I assure you, I have no idea which of which of these swords is which on the bar." Fantastic. Now we just want to have a brief conversation with you. Uh, and then after which you can take your rapier and go home. And I assure you, you'll know which one is real then because you'll be able to hold and touch it. 
this seems like an unnecessary display of, of craftsmanship. My, my dear friend Gareth, I understand that you are the, the most uh, a, a, a sort of prof profound magician, sort of uh, sleight of hand person in the city. Yes, I do not need an ex a, a display of your uh, sort of sneakiness. Just please give me back my father's sword. And whoa, whoa, uh, also whoa. the... I... The Balrog that you stole that guarded my journal, and also I would like my journal back, please. And then I will be on my way, and we can pretend this whole thing never happened. And we can pretend okay, that you did uh, not disturb Vero or her dog Pupperin. She was very upset. A few things. One, I know you, of course, do not need to witness a display. However, my friend Arnold absolutely needs to put on a display in everything he does. And I'm only being thoughtful. I'm sure you understand. And I bow. I'm like, you know, just like that is a good point. I will acquiesce to this. Yes. Uh, two, the rapier, I have full intention of giving you back. The journal, I couldn't care less about. And the balrog, I've never seen nor heard of in my life. <laughs> does um does Rainier not uh, care about the missing suit of armor? Suit of armor. <laughs> I genuinely, genuinely don't think he gives a fuck. I'd be surprised if he noticed it was one of 11. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> He's actually never been to those rooms in his house. Yeah, it's rich people shit. Um, He's in the kitchen and the bedroom. That's it. He says, um, "Yes, of course. Okay, all right. Let us let bygones be bygones. Let us say that for successfully breaking into my father's house, you can have my childhood statue of the Balrog. I know that you noticed the tiny gems in the eyes. Huh? I'm sure that they have." met the hands of some sort of fence in the city, and that is fine. But I would like my journal back, and whatever display of, of uh, fishing that you have in front of me here for my father's sword, fine. But I would like that back as well. Now, of course, um, I hate to break it to you. Uh, I cannot speak for your journal, as I did not steal it, and neither did Arnold. Uh, there was actually another uh, uh, person who broke into your house last night. I assume you would he just assume it was me? <laughs> I assume it was the angry lady or her dog. Yes, the Joshua Patrick. And believe me, if Mel broke into your house, you would know. There'd be blood everywhere. <laughs> and Puppins would be gone. Yeah. There would be, but there, there would be, be another. There would be a new dog at Troll Skull that looks a lot like Puppins, but this is Tupperins. And <laughs> shut the fuck up. Tupperins is the Troll Skull Manor dog. <laughs> so wait, Arnold, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Oh, As As was gonna say something, we, oh, we interrupted her. Oh, I was just gonna mutter on my under my breath, rogues and thieves. Okay, <laughs> that's fair, honestly. Assholes, rogues, uh, thieves, and assholes. assholes gave me up just like that. Um. Anyway, so I I inform Rainier that there was another person who broke in. Okay. Didn't you hear me when I said he was untrustworthy? I also notably didn't like say who. I just said that somebody else took it. So I'm like, why I was like, I feel like he would just assume it was me. He would, but I'm curious if our guest is the type of person who would be who would let that moment go by without a comment, or if that would be something that she would like insert herself into. Yeah, I feel. I feel like my. I feel like my. I'm gonna. It's my uh, ego is gonna get the better of me. That is what I was insinuating. Yes, I didn't want to say it out loud because that would be rude. Okay, when I mutter "rose thieves" and assholes under my breath, 
it's not so much under my breath. You shout rogues, thieves, and assholes at the top of your lungs. Yeah. That's okay. going to be like the title of the book about us. Our I, I give myself up. It's just <laughs> rogues, thieves, rogues, and, thieves and assholes. So after, after I hear that, I just continue talking and go like, now due to strict uh, thieves honor, I cannot tell you who broke in or what that sound just was. You couldn't just say honor amongst thieves? Uh, no, because that's copyrighted. Copyrighted now, yeah. <laughs> Wizards have got that one locked down. But uh, Rainier points to the person who just shouted from the couch less than 20 feet away. And she's says, invisible, right? She's oh, invisible, she, she's yeah. invisible. Yeah. Um, he says, Gareth, did you hear the empty air of your living room just saying rogues, thieves, and assholes? <laughs> I mean, you it is what, a man. House. This is this is a bar. It's is that the ghost you are referencing in your notes? <laughs> this is this is a bar. It's eight thirteen in the morning. This place is haunted. Who knows what it was? Anyway, uh, she wanted to speak to you, uh, or he, who knows who it was, wanted to speak to you very badly. Um, they said that. Uh, they heard f- from a friend's friend, they have no reason to have known this firsthand, that you visited the home of the Drow Elves and you wanted to know about that. Sounds interesting. How was your trip? Uh, yeah, this is, of course, ridiculous. I have, I have been nowhere. I, I was with you at the harbor just, just the other day. We were underwater. Remember, we killed that, that mobster, Ursul Foxen, together. Yes, I paid Above rent. table. How long ago was that in this timeline? Probably like less than a week. Okay, thank you. Recent. Okay. Um, but he says we we killed uh Ursula Floxen together. I paid the mercenary Travis to stab him in the gut several times over and over, and I and I did out, out of earshot of you, out of deference to your party's sort of like lawfulness. I did tell Travis to make it hurt quite a bit, uh, and I paid extra for it. So. And you owe me for that. I'll be sending you the bill. <laughs> Again, Gareth, the empty air of your living room seems to not care for me directly. Uh, you know what? I have to be agree with you. Uh, it's the least stealthy batch of invisible e- empty air I've ever encountered. I've never been more bothered or distracted by an empty couch in my entire life. But uh, <laughs> more, more to the point, Gareth. I have, I have. But in like a cool way. It has, it has been, uh, I think, at least eight to ten years before uh, since I have set foot in Menzobarans in the the homeland of the Drow. I think it is a lovely city, of course, not without its problems. But I, 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 I think they have been closed off to foreign trade for some time. Okay. Uh, He's uh, lying. Uh, Invisibility off. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, Rainier. I, she could take it from here. I don't really. You can yes, have your yes. If you will excuse me, dear friend, Gareth, just this appeared is... in the empty air of your living room. I this like may, to. I... This may or may not be the other burglar. Uh, if she wants to know about your trip, take your sword back. Whatever, man. I got. I, I got a business to run. I start going okay, back I... to that cleaning. <laughs> I, I I give him. The smolder, and he like zipped it real quick. <laughs> Bessie, what'd you say? Oh, I was gonna say, I, I like to think that like Mel and Josh yeah. can come yeah. back right when all this shit is going down, and she's once again like low key thinking about turning around and like going back out, but she doesn't. She hangs at the door because she's like, There's this 
was inv- it was invisible and now it's not there's something mm-hmm. happening arnold's here so it's bound to go shitty somehow yeah, weird yeah so so she's she's gonna hang kind of back and see what happens okay um so as you you discard your invisibility call him yeah. a liar step forward yep he says um uh Excuse me, dear lady. I don't believe I've made your acquaintance. My name is uh, Rainier Neverember. I am one of the prominent nobles of here in this grand city of Puerto Rico. And I, I know you, who you are. You will let me finish. I assure you, I am not used to being called a liar to my face. So perhaps you could explain who you are, why you are holding my journal, and why you were eavesdropping on a conversation between friends. To be fair, Rainier, I've called you a liar to your face, but continue. I'm real interested in this. Mel, you are not helping yourself. I assure you, Josh Patrick is as cute as ever. But if you could hush a bye, thank you so much. Are you not Rainier? What's your last name? My name is Rainier. Never remember. Do not pretend. Never. You do not know who I am. I My father was one of the most scandalized, prominent nobles of the city. Rainier, never remember. You are holding my childhood journal. I would like it back. Why? Were you eavesdropping on a conversation between friends? Because you were just in the men's. <laughs> Hang on, let me look. Absolute wild nickname to come up with halfway through this episode. I love it. Um, <laughs> my lady, I assure you, I, I, what I said to to my boon companion Gareth was true. I have not been to Menzo Baranzan in some seven to ten years. Uh, well, this is Rainia Neverembor that's been in the men's the last couple of weeks trying to trade arms underground. Everything that happens in Menzo Baranzan is underground. It is not impressive that it is happening underground. The entire city Under, is underground. underground. Further underground. We have our underground in underground. In the basement of Menzo Baranzan, what Rainia Neverembor is, tra- is trading weapons. That's what you're saying. Can Mel weapons. tell if he's telling the truth? Can I roll for whatever that is? Absolutely. Roll light detector. I mean, me- inside. <laughs> You mean insight check? While before you do that, we're gonna take a quick pee break because I'm fucking dying over here. Give me a second. Bessie, roll that insight check for me. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta just check. No, it's fine. I'm gonna pull up my uh fifteen. Fifteen. Um it could be that he that there is like color rising in his cheeks or the vehement pace with which he um refutes these these sort of accusations but you're you're buying what rainier never ember is selling he definitely appears to uh genuinely like hasn't been in menzo branson in some time but where's, more to, go ahead where's floon notably floon is not there which the gareth you strikes you as a little curious Dude, uh, is because... this a fucking superman clark kent yeah. situation is floon actually rainier Holy shit, that'd be amazing. But, but well, I mean, everybody always gets them confused with the violent red hair or whatever. And if, Dude, and that's if a, I... there's a non-zero chance that I just ruined a huge dramatic twist for Alex. But but well, I mean, that's why I asked the question: is where's Floon? Because that is a good point. Yeah, because I know that they always, and that's why I asked if I could tell if he was lying or not. Because if he seems to be telling the truth my follow-up question is going to be where's the dude that they always confuse to be rainier recently with the other dudes that whispered really loud right into arnold's ear 
Um, what a wild time that was. Flu is was not fun. here. I do want to keep the scene between uh, our guest and, and Rainier very quickly because he is okay, going to say, um, yes, of course, it is very easy for you to to uh, stroll into the city uh, as a stranger and, and, and make accusations against a member of the nobility. But have you anything to back up your statement? Have you any shred of proof or are you just walking in here accusing willy nilly? Oh, damn. Do I have shredded You told Gareth earlier yeah, in this you episode you that had you had, the, like, had, you a had, press a sh- release. you had a press release is what you said. I do have a press release. What does it say? Which is not something that I like to ask genuinely curious at the three quarter to 85% mark of the episode. <laughs> it says successful trade delegation between. Oh, we yeah. have what is deep? We're in water deep right now. Yep. Yeah. Water deep and Menzo Baranzin as nobleman Rainier Nevermore attends the king's court. All right. All right. All right. To celebrate right, the signing of a new this... alliance. That's no, a very gonna... long headline. And does it say yeah. nevermore or never ever? We're not going to hang on a second. We're, we're not going to tease our guests for not knowing the intricacies of all of our oh, NPC names. I, I was wondering if it was an actual. No, I was wondering if I was like. She's clue. inventing this on the fly, which I don't oh, be okay, real. Okay. She got pretty close. She she got pretty good. Um, okay. I'm going to tweak it a little bit, Azra, if it's okay with you. Uh, it says um, weapons delivered successfully, all according to plan. And then at the bottom, it is signed the real heir of Daigold Neverember. Oh my god. Ah. Oh, I low-key think her headline was better. Wow. It, okay. it was longer, but it was more compelling. No, 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 no. I disagree because the real heir does not mean it's fucking Rainier. It could be some jealous mm. guy who gets confused for him all the time, maybe. Right? Reject son of sorts. Uh, some- he has all that fantasy weed. It's all that fantasy weed. And that was Rainier's mom. Uh, You brandish this piece of paper and Rainier snatches it from you um, and reads it and says, no, this is clearly ridiculous. First of all, I have not been to Menzel Baranzen in seven to ten years, as I have told you. And whomever wrote this missive is masquerading as, as one of my siblings uh, the true heir of Daigle Never. Everybody knows that I am the real heir of Daigle Never, but he has he has bequeathed unto me his entire empire, which is slowly falling to pieces underneath my reign. It must be said I have lost several taverns and and bars in the last few days, but this is neither here nor there. I think I think Gareth will try to like cut him off and be like Rainier. How many of your siblings are and pardon my bluntness still alive? Less than there were six months ago. Praise be to God. That did not answer the question. Give me a number. Uh, I believe there are three of us currently. There is my eldest sister, Alora, and uh, there is my infuriating younger brother, the black sheep of the family, the one who does nothing that he is supposed to, Steve. Steve. Ooh, Steve. What does Steve do? Steve is an accountant, and I know what you are thinking, Gareth. You are thinking, eh, perhaps that Steve is making a, a thrust for the throne. Yes, he is He is trying to take my father's empire away from me, but I assure you, he works nowhere near here. He is an accountant in Baldur's Gate. Do you have a picture of Steve by chance? I have a sketch here in my wallet, yes. He is a very Perfect. comely man. Can I have a gander? 
Yes, of course. He pulls out a fucking wallet and pulls out a fucking three by three sketch yeah. of a guy with big thick glasses who is balding um and has buck teeth. Damn, I really thought I was on the thumb. That's crazy. I have an above table because I don't I'm not sure if I'm remembering have we heard the name Alora before, or am I confusing that with somebody else? I think you have heard it before, but I just pulled it out of my ass to just name oh, a sister. Doesn't right mean now. anything. Yeah, okay. no, I I it's didn't slyly no, I didn't slyly weave a, a story thread. I okay. invented a name on the fly. Because that was the same name as the password, right? The woman from the. That's what I thought was, in the picture, no. and that's why yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, they're related." Oh, maybe if if I could remember, that would have been real clever if you had done that. <laughs> Okay, great. So I think uh, Gareth will realize that he's actually a dumbass and be like, ah, he has be beautiful eyebrows. <laughs> now, Gareth, I know that you are not going to look at those buck teeth and talk about his eyebrows. That man could peel wood with his mouth. Look at him. He doesn't need a corkscrew. You he said there's one less sibling. And there was at least months, one. Yeah. And there was six months ago. What happened? What happened there? Who died? Oh, my lady Melayora, clearly you are you are not from around these parts. I find your presence delightful, of course. But you are you might must not be aware. Perhaps they do things much more peacefully in your village. But the uh the ruling class of, of Waterdeep, um how can I how shall I put this lightly in the presence of uh of my fair lady here? There can only be one heir to the family heir. name. Highlandered. Sort of sort of the Highlander rules. Exactly. You have seen the film. Um so I have seen to it that several of my siblings have um, hmm, met a demise I... of some sort, timely, untimely, painful, or swift. Have been de-aired. So, so can Arnold ask? Okay, so Rainier, I trust you completely. I've 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 questioned you a couple of times, but now I know we're best friends. I'm never gonna doubt that again. You're you're my boom companion. I'm with you 100%. Name on my back. Just mm -hmm. like all my other best friends. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, I can tell you and tell all these, all my other friends, which you know, Rainier wants everyone to know his name. They want he wants everyone to know who he is. He's not going to sign some abstract thing. He's going to write Rainier Never Rainier Never Ember. Exactly. I like I know that because I know his signature. I've been practicing it just in case. Gareth told me to do this night after night. He says you have to practice because Rainier's very rich, and you know it's good to know his signature just in case. I don't know why, but it's uh, I, I, tech I, fraud. Sort of. I like this. This makes me imagine that Gareth gives Arnold Ho. It's just like a booklet of various signatures. <laughs> he practices forging. <laughs> so <laughs> I need the mayors tomorrow. Do thirty of those. <laughs> so. But but or so Arnold continues. He's just like, but okay. But Rainier, who, which of your two remaining siblings uh, do you imagine would sign their name the proper heir of number? Would they both do this? Perhaps one is more, you know, more likely. This is clearly ridiculous. Alora is uh, married to a delightful lady from uh, a wealthy trade family in another city, and she is currently traveling in. Some land that I can't pronounce, and I'm not going to insult the delightful people of the of the country by attempting. And Steve is a piece of shit, living in Baldur's Gate, working on Excel spreadsheets all the time. Baldur's he, Gate. Yeah, he's in Baldur's Gate working on spreadsheets. He's financing some sort of delegation. I haven't paid any attention to it. He writes me regularly. I don't read his letters because 
he's boring as shit. Steve is dying. Are, are you sure that all of your other siblings are in fact deceased? Have any gone missing? Have any been non-confirmed? Well, it depends on who you ask, Meliora. If you've if you've asked the city patrol, yes, they are still missing. Oh well, fuck them. <laughs> if I'm you asked... ask me, then somebody knows where they are. You know what I mean? Okay. I have paid a number of assassins to kill my cousins. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> no, no, I gathered that. I I just wanted to to make sure that there wasn't one that maybe could have gotten away. That, you seen all the bodies? Of course not. Gareth did four of them. <laughs> <laughs> now hang on i don't think gareth murders for money gareth that seems like a no, lie because of course not because the dm said strictly not to yeah facts <laughs> um i think rainier i think he tugs at his collar a little bit and starts to get a little bit he says now uh, I, I, <clears throat> i'm not quite sure why you bring this up now I've, I've, of course the unscrupulous characters that i paid to murder my my cousins and that one brother uh, did a good job and disposed of the bodies and carried it out as they were supposed to. Your story sounds as fake as your accent. Well, first oh, of all, that's, this is that's just the our GM just <laughs> isn't very great at voices. Uh, but I appreciate someone else is also making fun of it. Floon just starts talking like Alex. Oh my god, how'd you know I was faking it the whole time? Listen, I've got three voices that I'm masquerading as five voices, and that's what I got. It was like the transition from German to American. Oh, it's god. like <laughs> Nah man. He's not slipping from one accent to the other deviously. Alex the DM can't fucking keep his shit together. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Hmm. That's interesting because because not that she doesn't necessarily believe that Rainier doesn't believe that, but mm-hmm. she is of the impression that there might be somebody else out there, whether it's Floon, who's some distant cousin, or there's somebody else. Um, obviously there there's something nefarious underneath. So I'm gonna say, well, who do you know that would be wanting to build an army? I think at that asked. The door to uh, Troll Skull Tavern jingles merrily, and one, two, four, six half-plate-clad drow guards march into the tavern, wearing, like, they have, like, shields, halberds, um, liveried uniforms, um, and they sort of, like, push a little corridor and a very well-dressed noble woman uh, with brilliant white hair and uh, gleaming red eyes strolls imperiously into the tavern uh, and looks at you and uh, says, Princess, I think it's time you came home. Oh, we've been Aladdin'd. Uh, before we close it up, as if you could shout out your socials one more time and uh, tell us anything that you're working on, that you're promoting. Um, thank you so much for being with us here for this episode. Hopefully we can get you back to sort of like finish your character arc. Uh, so Azzy Pants on all social media except Twitter because I don't know why. I couldn't. Someone tried to impersonate me. <laughs> no shit, um, really? 
I guess. <laughs> TikTok, join my Bibles and breakfast cereals discussions. That may or may not be made up. I've talked about breakfast cereal once and Bibles like twice. <laughs> As thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, you were magnificent. Thank you. Hold on, I'm chewing. Oh no, we wouldn't want we wouldn't want we wouldn't want the audio to be compromised, would we? What's going on, everybody? Welcome I to muted it when I opened my shit back. Where Diana is gonna chew the entire time.